Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, and it's time to get wealthy. You're going to finally learn exactly what you need to do to achieve the level of financial success that you desire and you deserve. Have you ever heard that your network determines your net worth? Well, it's certainly true. And if you've ever heard the quote by Nipsey Hussle, who says that if you look in your circle and you're not inspired, you're not in a circle, you're in a cage. And perhaps that's why so many African-Americans and women are taking up the, the uh, sport of golf and the sport of golf because it is said to be the sport of business. And that's exactly the conversation we're going to have today. So here's what they don't want you to know about what it will take to achieve financial success. First, it's not what you know, it's who knows you. And then secondly, the other thing is that your network really does determine your network. And finally, that success is a contact sport. And that's why I'm so excited to be having the conversation that we're gonna have today. And that's with someone who basically took her fun golf outings with friends and turned it into a full-fledged event planning company that takes people all around the world on business and golf trips. She also wrote the book, Golf, The Sport of Business. And I'm excited to welcome Jandy Turner, CEO of Acuity Events, on to Wealthy You. So Jandy Turner, welcome to Get Wealthy. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I know how excited you are about the, uh, uh, the sport of golf, if you will, will, you've written a book. But before we get into that conversation, I want you to just share with our audience just a little bit about yourself. Sure. I'm Jandy Turner, born and raised in Baltimore. I grew up playing softball and basketball. Those were my sports of choice. You could not tell me that I was not going to be one of the first women's professional basketball players. However, one small problem, the WNBA didn't exist when it was my time to do that. So long story short, I went to the University of Virginia. I played engineering instead of basketball and built a career in management consulting uh, following graduation until the entrepreneurial bug hit me. Well, you know, it's interesting. You talk about the entrepreneurial book, and I certainly uh, alluded to in your introduction just about, I mean, you were playing, come on, you were playing basketball and softball. So talk to us a little bit about how you, you know, ventured into this sport of golf. Right. Well, I just love sports. And coincidentally, I never grew up uh, playing golf. There was a golf course, maybe 15 or 20 minutes from my house, and we drove through it. I didn't know anything about it. It looked pretty. But uh, one Saturday afternoon, my husband was a golfer, is a golfer, and he was watching the LP LPGA, the women play on TV. 
and they were playing something called a skins match. And basically in a skins match, if you win the hole, you win a pot of money. So the women were playing <clears throat> and they were winning money for their charity. So if you win this hole, you get $10,000. You win the next one, you get $10,000. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is gambling and sports. Where do I sign up? So I said to my husband, hey, that looks easy. I'm an athlete. Can you teach me how to play? Well, my God, golf is the hardest sport I have ever attempted to learn how to play. And almost it seems like it's a sport that I had to learn how to play versus other sports sort of came naturally growing up. So he endeavored, if you will, to teach me how to play. It was an endeavor of love. Uh, I was really nervous on the course. I didn't want to play with other people. When we got to the course, I would be like, okay, let that group go ahead of us. Let that group go ahead of us. And he said, you can't do that. You know, there's always going to be a group coming. So finally, I got paired up with him and these two other guys, and I was mortified. And, you know, the guys hit the ball, goes left. Next guy hits the ball, goes left. I hit the ball, doesn't go that far. But I was like, oh, my gosh, maybe I'm not as bad as I think I am. Or maybe I may be as bad as everyone else. So from there, I said I dedicated myself to learning the game and being a better player. Well, the reason why I wanted to have this conversation with you today is one of the things that you recognized as you uh, became more involved in the sport is that the other benefits to golf and then went on to write this book. So when we come back, what I want to talk to you about and help you explain to our audience why golf is much more than just a game and tie it to this whole conversation around how you can build your network through the game of golf. So folks, we're going to have a great conversation. Lean in because if you want to know the real secret to building a network that can have an impact on your ability to be financially successful, you're going to want to hear this, this conversation. So don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back. Let's be honest, as successful women, we're crushing it. Maxed out 401k and Roth IRA? Check. Aggressive savings and investments? Check. Yet, the freedom our success was supposed to buy can leave us stuck on the six-figure hamster wheel, watching retirement slip further down the road. There's another way. Get coaching courses and community at WealthyU.com. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Deborah Owens, host of Get Wealthy, and I'm excited to be having a conversation really about the game and the sport of golf and really help everyone who's watching understand why it is much more than just a game. And my guest today to have this conversation with is Jandy Turner. She's CEO of Acuity Events, uh, an event planning firm that has host corporate events around the world. And she's also the author of Golf, The Sport of Business. And so, Jandy, thank you so much for coming on, having this conversation, because I think it's important for folks to understand that oftentimes, you know, it's not what we know, it's who we know and who knows us. 
and certainly what you've learned and one of the reasons that you wrote the book uh, is to really help people, help expose people to the sport. The way I want to kind of enter into this aspect of the conversation is, come on now, golf, it's often seen as inaccessible, expensive, and not necessarily a black sport. And so what would you say to that, uh, you know, sort of perspective that many of our uh, viewers in our audience might have about the game of golf? First, I would say it's our time. If not now, when? But let me take you back a little bit, about 20 years ago, before I was in the golf industry, before I could really play the, the game. One Memorial Day, I got together 16 women <clears throat> because we did not have to go to work. All of us had dabbling interests in golf, very uh, primitive, if you will. I was able to, through my network, connect with my friends who work for Marriott. And I said, hey, I'm having a golf tournament for 16 women. I need some prizes. Can you donate some overnight stays? Bam, done. I had another friend that worked for Bank of America. We need some swag. Can you clean out the corporate closet, if you will? She found golf balls, tees, towels. So um, through my network, number one, I was able to feebly put on my first golf tournament for 16 women. And the most interesting thing about that was they came, they played, and they did not want to leave because after the round of golf, after prizes were given out, they sat there in that clubhouse and talked and networked and learned more about each other. I was done. It was a great event. At the end of the event, they said, when is your next event? I didn't have a next event. I hastily put one together, 4th of July weekend, men came, women came, and the result was the same. The golf was one thing, but after golf, they stayed, they networked, they got to know one another. So that is was sort of one eye-opening to me. Golf was one thing, but look at how these people are connected. And again, through my affiliation with golf, uh, people came to me and asked, what's on the agenda for golf next year? What events do you have lined up? Do you have any travel lined up for golf? I didn't have anything, but I knew it was something about this sport that was pulling me into it. So I be be decided to research and I did a full-blown business school industry analysis of the golf industry. And I found out that golf was pretty flatlined. It wasn't growing but there were segments that were growing, women, minorities, and juniors. And the other thing that I found out in my research was that golf was all about networking and corporate partnerships and corporate sponsorships. So for everywhere the PGA goes and hosts one of its tournaments, they have some charitable component where they are making a contribution to that community. But how do they make that contribution to that community from business partnerships, from networking? So, again, 20 years ago, my, my, my ears and eyes were opening up that this was larger than a sport. So over time, um, I settled on developing a golf event planning business, which in and of itself has been very, very uh, viable for me. 
But one of the things that I've learned from producing hundreds, and I don't, I've never counted hundreds, if not thousands of golf tournaments, is that business gets done on the golf course, that the conversations are a bit different, that the relationships are a bit more authentic. So when you think about your network, who plays golf? For me, it's the people I want in my network. When you think about, oh, it's it's um, it's not for black women, it's not for you know blacks or what have you. It's our time. I'm in a golf club that has been around since 1938, a black women's golf club. So we've been there. We're waiting for everyone else to come to the table to see what's there and to see what's available. Oh, you know, I think, and and the reason I wanted to bring you on uh, to talk about you know, your discovery, right, of golf, but really coming to understand that it's more than a game, right? It's more than a game. And what it allows you to do is really expand your circle. And so it in uh, Get Wealthy, in our show, we use a framework, mindset, strategy, execution, which really leads to financial success. And I, I would say it could be applied to you certainly exemplify that because you went through this journey of discovering golf and now it turning into a full fledged business. But I, I'm sure there are a lot of viewers who are thinking, well, you know, Jandy, that sounds great but I don't even know how to get started. So when we come back, I want to talk about the mindset that anyone who who wants to understand the significance of golf and its ability to expand your network and how they can get started when we come back. So don't go anywhere. We're talking about golf, the sport of business and how you can use it to not only Uh, network, but also to increase your network. I'm Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, and we'll be right back. Let's be honest. As successful women, we're crushing it. Maxed out 401k and Roth IRA? Check. Aggressive savings and investments? Check. Yet, the freedom our success was supposed to buy can leave us stuck on the six-figure hamster wheel watching retirement slip further down the road. There's another way. Get coaching courses and community at WealthyU.com. I'm Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, and thank you for joining and listening to Get Wealthy this uh, today. And we're having a great conversation with Jandy Turner. She is CEO of Acuity Events an event and a planning firm. And we're talking about the game of golf. So Jandy, here's what I want to start with, because I think, you know, my husband is a golfer and I've known you for years and kind of seen how your business has expanded to your point. Golf is expanding. I would, I've got one question for you. Do you feel like the kind of success that Tiger Wood being black brought to the sport also has increased people's awareness of the game as well and maybe desire to perhaps want to learn? Absolutely. Tiger Woods has been a true accelerant for the sport of golf. Golf is golf. It's been around. People quietly play golf, if you will. 
when Tiger Woods came on the scene as a young, young kid almost, and basically we got to the point where he was successful so early on to his in his career, everybody took notice. Existing golfers, non-golfers, women, children, everybody. So what he has done and continues to do for the sport is nothing short of phenomenal. The Masters is coming up. Yes, they would have had decent ratings on TV, but by Tiger saying that he is going to participate in the Masters, everybody will have an ear or an eye tuned in to the Masters this weekend to see him. Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that because even though he has not been playing, uh, my husband is an avid watcher of the Golf Channel. It is just amazing the amount of programming that they built around him, even even though he's not playing. And and so I want to talk to you a little bit about if you were someone watching this uh, program, what would you, what, what is the mindset that you need to bring to the game so you can overcome perhaps some of the uh, maybe uh, apprehension that you may have about the golf not necessarily being something that golf being necessarily something that you can uh, acquire, play, and expand your network with? Sure. I'll talk about a couple of things. A lot of people say, I don't know anyone who plays golf. Well, let me throw a, a, through a few statistics out there. There are 25 million golfers in the U.S. Six million more golfers started playing during the pandemic. But here's a statistic I like. There are six million women playing the game and 73 percent of female uh, professionals who play say that golf benefits them in, in business. So again, they are people out there. You just need to find them. some people will say, oh, I'm not interested in playing golf. OK, you might not be, but your colleagues are, your customers are, your suppliers are. If you don't want to or don't have the physical ability to play golf, there's still opportunity to be in and around the game. For example, I, we talk about the Masters Golf Tournament. If you are in business and you have been trying to get a call with a particular client and they're not returning your call, I guarantee you, if they are a golfer and you ask them to come and, and uh, play a round of golf, they'll start listening for your call and take, take your call. Similarly, if, if they're not a golfer, but you invite them to something different, a professional golf tournament, doesn't have to be the Masters. The tickets are a little hard to get. It's a lottery system. However, there are professional golf events around the country and attending a golf event by yourself with a client, with a spouse is a different experience. It's not like 60,000 fans screaming in Raven Stadium. It is an opportunity to, one, see the beauty of the golf course and walk the course with the golfers. So there will be people following Tiger Woods all around or their favorite golfer. It's also an opportunity to sit in a chalet over one of the signature holes and sip on wine and have con con decent, quiet conversation with a potential uh, a client prospect, if you will. So again, a lot of people say, oh, I don't play. I don't know anybody who plays. Well, people are playing and people are around the game. Some of us say we don't have time. 
Well, time, we, we make time for what we want to do. We binge watch on TV. We watch series every week. So I'm not, uh, you know, I don't buy that one. And then other people say, what do I suck? What, what do I do if I suck at golf? I'm not athletic. Well, one, I encourage everyone to take lessons and uh, learn the game. But most importantly, the thing I want to get across is you do not have to be Tiger Woods to play and enjoy some of the benefits in the game and build your network. You have to learn the rules. You have to learn the game, take a series of lessons and practice. But you don't have to be this diehard golfer. Only about 90 percent of the golfers uh now, let me flip it. Only about 10% of the people who play golf break 100. That means score less than 100. So there's 90% of the people out there playing golf who have high scores going over 100. Most people don't know that. You have to be decent, but you don't have to be great. And it's something about once you take lessons, you practice, and you get out there on that golf course, you kind of fall in love with the sport. You fall in love with the opportunity to, to network and converse with people during, the, during your round of golf. It is just a wonderful opportunity to be in a different circle and a different network. And there are plenty of charitable golf tournaments out there that you can join. There are clubs and leagues that you can join. The opportunities are immense. It's just a matter of making that commitment to yourself, getting your mind right that this is something that I can do. This is something that I want to do. And here is my roadmap or my plan for doing it. Well, you know, Jandy, the other aspect of this and what I want folks to understand is many times you are in a career and you are in organizations. And one of the points that I made earlier is it's it's not who you know, it's who knows you. And so in, when you're in these careers and your company is participating in a, an event or, you know, perhaps you're going away for some kind of leadership conference. And typically there is some kind of outing for getting to know people. And oftentimes it ha happens to be golf. And what would you say to people who are in these roles, don't feel like that's something that they need to take part in? What would you say to them about how participating in these events can really impact their career either positively or negatively. Right. So I would say that you need to be in the conversation. And if you're not in the conversation, your name needs to be in the conversation. And I'll give you a case in point. If you work in an organization you're, or you're in your boss or your boss two, le two levels up is a golfer. Nine times out of 10, there will be plenty of business opportunities to represent that organization in a charity golf tournament or to attend a golf tournament. And if your name pops up on that list as a golfer, it's fantastic. Otherwise, on Friday afternoon, you're sitting at your desk and those who do play golf are out playing golf, building relationships with the boss or their peers and having their name in the conversation. So I would say, it, it again, it is a career accelerant. 
if someone knows that you play golf, especially if you're in a culture that does um, recognize golf, recognize the benefits of golf. And think about it. If you are one of the only, that sets you up very nicely for that. So I would just encourage you to look around your environment, look, look at people. Sometimes you don't even know that people play golf. But their telltale signs, the hat they may wear on a casual day might be a golf brand or something like that. But it's most important not to be left at the, at the desk or when there is a corporate retreat. And I produce these all the time. I produce golf and spa retreats. And invariably, the women head to the spa the men head over to the golf course and there are one or two women that go to the golf course. Trust me, they stand out. Their name is in the, they're in the conversation and they get recognized. So again, you want your name and yourself to be in the conversation. Yes. And, it, you know, that's a great example, right, of it's not who it's not who you know, but it's who knows you. And so one of the ways that you can really stand out and people get to know who you are is by you participating in those events that, you know, the majority of other folks aren't. Jandy, thank you so much for kind of giving us a roadmap, really helping our audience understand how they can get over maybe some of their apprehensions around golf and actually how they can get started. But I really want to now delve into, Jandy, what our audience can, how they can gain more perspective and what you can learn. I remember a conversation that I had with you and you really talked about how playing with people, the kinds of insights that you can gain by playing with people. And so talk, talk to us a little bit about how that uh that perspective and what you can learn. Yeah, what an opportunity to build relationships, business relationships, relationships with your kids or your grandkids, but let's focus on the business relationships. It's better than a lunch appointment. Let's face it, if you invite me to lunch for business, I'm gonna be on my best behavior for that hour, right? But golf, it is a five-hour meeting in a, in, a, in a relaxed, beautiful set, setting with minimal distractions. It's almost bad etiquette to have your cell phone going off while you're on the golf course. So again, you and your playing partner or partners can uh, communicate with each other and talk just you with minimal, minimal distractions. But let's talk about what happens out there on the golf course. On the golf course, you are going to see the good, the bad, and the ugly. You're going to see me hit great shots. You're going to see me hit horrible shots. And you're going to see me hit downright ugly shots. But what matters and what you can infer from seeing that is how I handle. How do I handle that? How do I handle it when I hit a great shot? Am I bragging and, and, and you know strutting my stuff? What happens when I hit a bad shot? How do I handle that? What happens when I hit an ugly shot? Do I throw my clubs in the water? While you're on the golf course with somebody, it is an opportunity to read that person and also be read by that person. It's an opportunity to establish instant common ground. 
Again, if you are a golfer and you spend that time with somebody, that that common ground is a commodity worth its weight in gold. And the thing that people don't realize is that physically it takes 1.4 seconds to swing the golf club. Again, back through 1.4 seconds. Let's say we 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 hit the golf club a hundred times. That's only a few minutes that we're actually playing golf. What are we doing the other time? We're bonding. We're getting to know each other. You're learn. You're building trust and rapport with the person that you're there. If if you're there for business development, you can learn about what that person's needs are so that later on you can sell to them. So when you see people on the golf course, again, you can read them and trust they will be reading you. Are you confident? Do you uh, take risk or are you risk averse? No right and no wrong answer, just observations. Are you a team player or do you drive off with the cart and not and leave your playing partner there? Are you selfish? How do you handle challenging situations? How do you deal with uh, things that go don't go well. Do you make excuses or do you take responsibility for it? Again, if you show up late, what does that mean? So if I were entering into a business partnership with somebody, I would take them out on the golf course. Perhaps even if you were entering into a marriage or relationship, because how <laughs> show up on the golf course is nine times out of 10 how they show up in life. Well, the reason why I wanted to have a conversation about this is because you're really talking about the psychology of golf, right? And and I think and human behavior, and we really are talking about relationships and expanding your network. And so, in just listening to you, one of my thought really was, I'm sure people would like to know what is proper etiquette around the kinds of conversations that you might want to have. Like if, if it, if you invited somebody out and it was certainly a business, uh, a contact, do you want to talk business while you're doing golf? What is appropriate? Right. So you don't want to jump in the cart and on the first of 18 holes say, so, um, you know, it would cost us, you know, $17,000 to do this. You know, are you interested? That's a big no, no. You don't want to do that, right? What you want to do is get inside the mind of your prospect. You want to know what keeps them up at night. You want to know what problems they are trying to solve that you could possibly address with your products and solutions. So I use the golf course for needs identification, rapport building, and understanding and getting to know that person. You want to hear about their kids or their grandkids or what have you. Because if that's what's important to them, they're going to talk to you about that. So I think you keep it light. You're learning, you're sharing, you're, you're taking mental notes. Typically, after a round of golf, most people go back to the clubhouse. We call it the 19th hole and people have a drink or meal or what have you. You want to, again, be reading your your prospect and know that now is the time to talk about that. They're in a good mental space or I need to take everything that I've learned today and follow up in an email or conversation next week. 
And by the way, I've snapped a picture of us on the golf course, certainly as a part of my follow-up, I am going to send a picture to them of us on the golf course to imprint that relationship in their mind. Oh, Jandy, this was fantastic because now you just gave our folks some insight on actually how to execute the strategy, build your network, integrate it into the work that you do. And so here are the three things, the three takeaways from today's show that I want all of you to know. The first thing you should have learned is that mindset, golf, it's more than just a game and you need to approach it in that way. And if you have any apprehension, really understand that you don't have to be fearful because very few people, I think the biggest thing was like only one out of 10 people are really, really great and do uh, and score less than 100. And then second, you know, one of the, the ways that you can really overcome some of that apprehension is really understanding the game, learning the rules of play and etiquette. She gave out some great tips for that. And then the whole point of it is execution is the point of it is to expand your circle and leverage your network. And uh, so, uh, Jandy, I just want to thank you for coming on Get Wealthy and really sharing with our audience how they can get in the game and learn the golf, the sport of business. And if you could just leave us with maybe a closing word of wisdom for today. I would just say that one, thank you for having me. It's always a great opportunity for me to talk about golf, my passion. And if I can ever help anyone turn that their passion into profits, I'm here to do that. But again, I would just say, get your mind right, get your strategy right, and go execute. Love it, love it. Thank you so much, Jandy Turner, for coming on Get Wealthy. Keep watching, folks. Uh, I hope that you go and apply what you learn have learned today. Because remember, your network is your net worth. That's going to do it for me on this episode of Get Wealthy. Tell your friends and keep watching because we have more to come.